What games, if any, do we think should be turned into TV series or miniseries? Let's talk about it. Hello and welcome to episode 21 of Triangle Squared. I am your host, Brett Beck, and alongside me, your other host... Saul Bridges. Yeah, see, I let you say your name. Ha <laughs> ha. Hi. I didn't let off. you. I didn't let you. I didn't want to say that, to be fair. What does that mean? Well, it sounded at first like I was controlling of you. Like, you don't get to determine when you get to speak. You do. You do. You say help. Lucky number 21. <laughs> Well, that actually is a lucky number. It is. So, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, that's a blackjack thing. Have you ever seen the? Have you you've never seen the movie Twenty One? No. Oh, it's great. It's okay. Great. Well, so this is a PlayStation podcast and not an IMDb podcast. Or hey, talking about it. mini movies and movie mini series today. <laughs> Why do you sound like when they ad lib on Rick and Morty? Oh yeah. <laughs> we, like, we got a uh, we got doors. <laughs> I can right. borrow Rick and Morty. Well, anyway, if you don't know who we are, what we do, this is Triangle Square Day PlayStation Podcast. Uh, every week on Monday at 12 p.m. CST and 10 a.m. PST, we come out with an episode that you can find on YouTube at www.youtube.com slash Nartech Gaming, or you can find us on podcast services such as iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Podbean, Podcast Addict, a lot of things. Okay, there we go. Yeah, see, that was the other one I couldn't remember. Anyway, you can find us for audio only if you just want to listen to us that way. Uh, if you do listen to us in audio only format, uh, please, uh, if you if it's on iTunes, give us a time if you don't mind and you enjoy the show. Uh, let us know how we're doing by giving us a review and a rating. It helps get us up there so more people can find us, and it helps make sure that we know what to do to keep the show going smoothly and for as long as possible. Good or bad, of course. Yeah, we of don't course. Care. We want the we want the criticism either way. Um. But if you watch us on YouTube and you have any kind of things, you can tweet at us. Or if you want to, uh, you know, just comment on the YouTube video, that's fine. But Saul, uh, this has actually been just a, a busy week for me, not even from an actual having things to do, but I've just given myself so much things to do. Yeah. So I haven't talked to you much. What have you played outside of Sonic Mania? Because I know that that's one of them. Overcooked. With me, uh, me and Annie have been playing Overcooked. Uh, which have you been, had it since it came out physically? No, 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 no. I, well, I bought it digitally on Switch like two weeks ago. Oh, you've been playing on Switch? Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you been doing it with one Joy-Con each? Yeah, it works out really good. Well, no, I could see in that game it working well. And yeah. uh, we've been playing that, but we only played that for maybe three hours one night, and it went back to Sonic Mania. Great game. Um, I'm pretty sure. That's I'm, it's I'm about how long almost, me and Hannah played it whenever I got it on PS4. I don't think the game's good. I just don't want to play it without her, and then she hasn't. Come back I keep stealing the switch back because I am more in I'm more enthused to play Sonic Mania than anything. Oh, right I forget now. you're playing it on Switch. Yeah. So yeah. I went over there and I slid the Joy Cons back on. I went back to the couch. And that's really it. Um I've been jumping back into No Man's Sky besides that. So played probably around ten hours of that this week and I'm enjoying that as well. Okay. Yeah, I haven't played quite as many. I've probably played six hours in the last week since we kind of started talking about it again. Uh, and I've seen that the guy who won the $20, Shuriko, yeah, he got picked it, it up yeah. and on our recommendation, surprisingly. Um, and it seems like he's enjoying it, so that's good to see. Um, so that's it, huh? Pretty much, Oh, yeah. yeah, you still don't have a Vita, so you don't have any Vita games. Yeah, I still have Are you going to get one soon? Yeah, probably so. Um, Are you going to try and get one of the little, special colors when you do? A little. I might get the orange-red one. Oh, yeah. Or the blue one you have. I kind of like the blue one you have. I love um, the blue one. It's, it's but really, really I also have been having a huge hankering for another game series on another handheld they're coming out with a new game in november pokemon ultra sun and moon you yeah, know screw that it's not even a new game that's black and white too i mean i, I you mean sun and moon i'm saying it's but it's the equivalent of what Look, black we, and white everybody can agree crystal is a great game that no well that's not what we're saying we're not talking about the third game in a series of when they do the here's the first two and here's the one penultimate with some new stuff in it this is them doing exactly what they did with black and white which has made a black and white two, which is basically making a sequel. No, this is the this is the same game from what I know. No, it's sequel. not. It's a sequel. Oh, that's weird. Did X and Y have a sequel? No. Anyways, okay, we're not. Yeah, we're not a Nintendo. No, se- no. Select Start coming towards you. Well, it's not Select Start. No, I was talking about the old podcast names you were going through. Okay. Dude, it's a Nintendo podcast. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Episode one. <laughs> I don't think we ever made one of that. I still have that intro thing i think on my computer when i did like start when oh I was yeah possibly gonna name. 
But that wouldn't. I don't think that that would be what I wanted the Nintendo one to be called. No, I think that we talked a, about Nintendo. Yeah, enough. I'm talking about the PlayStation that I've played. Right, good sir. Which I hate to tell you has actually not been much. So, in, in case you follow us on Twitter, you will probably have seen these, and I've posted it on Reddit and Tumblr and a couple of things. Um, Go ahead and grab one. Oh, there's they're behind you. Oh well, I meant like the one. I don't think you've showed that one off on Twitter, have you? What Hellblade? Yeah. Well, Hellblade's not done. I don't want to mess with that. Ah, uh, I want it to be surprise. Per- I want it to be perfect when we see it. Makes sense. You you ruined the surprise, but that's. Okay. I mean, it's fine. That's okay. <clears throat> I was gonna the do surprise it anyway. is seeing it. So yeah, but I've been spending a lot of my time doing the designs. Uh, this the idea did come courtesy of uh, Mister My Name Is Dan from Square XO. Uh, as soon as I saw he did, I was like, you know what? I have a good enough design background and understand how to do that enough and i went and just made me a template and as soon as i got the templates together and was like okay i think i can do this i did final fantasy first and i thought that one turned out pretty well uh and then i did the last guardian which turned out even better what are you looking for last guardian it's up oh it's up beyond my reach but it is <laughs> and then of course yeah because of the, that idea i started thinking about making myself ps4 cases for digital only games that i really like so i did start designing a uh, hellblade one and it looks pretty good. And I did a test print the other day, but it's slightly smaller than it's supposed to be. Um, Luckily, we have an unnamed person that works for GameStop. So you could probably get all those blue cases for free. <laughs> I don't think they have blue cl- blue cases, though. Do they not? No. Whenever they don't have a case for a Is PS4 game, still? I think it's black. I thought it was. I see. I haven't bought it. I haven't bought a used game like that in so long. Me either. But I'm just going to buy them bulk somewhere on eBay or whatever. That's what I did with those. Hey, that I, works. I actually bought them in. I bought those at Office Depot, but uh, those jewel cases. Oh, using. they're. Oh, you're talking about for the PlayStation One games? Yeah, I thought you're talking about style. for that one. No, no, no. That's Got just. Uh, you remember somebody stole my Uncharted uh, collection, and I just used that case to be my guinea pig case for the time being. It was Uncharted collection. I forgot about that. But anyway, uh, I haven't been doing too much gaming. I actually just played Sonic Mania for the first time today, this morning before. Oh, it's so good. Uh, we podcasted so far. I love it. Um, it's it made me realize how long it's been since I've played a traditional Sonic game, and I kind of sucked. But oh, at the very yeah. beginning, I died yeah. at the first level, which I felt like shouldn't have been a thing. And you said uh, you died at Chemical Plant, too, which is which, another yeah, But one. I just died and then had to restart from the beginning, which is fine. It's not really that weird for Sonic. But I, I, I thought, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done it in Green Hill Zone, of all places. Then we moved on to the Chemical Plant, and I actually did pretty far there. I got to a part where I, I think I just wasn't understanding where I was supposed to be going. Uh, and I kept dying Chemical through. Plant's always like that the first time you go back to it. Well, and I don't understand because I don't remember this being a thing in the old games, but maybe I just suppressed that memory. Um, I was like, it was killing me from things that I, it didn't obviously say. Can you get killed by getting squished between two blocks that are doing yes. a spin thing? Yeah, and you could get killed by that. In and the, it, was so, it was like I was at the very end of it, so I think I just got hit. Yeah, you're talking about the blocks that are underwater. But I actually got that, game over, so yeah. that's I have to restart. Yeah, so yeah, that could definitely or, kill my you in the original. I have to restart, right? Yeah, because so, it's just like classic sonic where if you die to get the game over you restart from the beginning by beginning what do you mean green hill zone or is, no. it, by, or is it by act it's by act so i'll start to restart from the beginning on this one right because i'm still in act one no you're gonna start at the beginning of chemical plant you don't go back to green hill zone if you get game over okay cool you threw me off there i was confused <laughs> am i remembering old sonic wrong i thought if you had, if you I'm died pretty, enough times you had to restart i don't remember that i would See, I was one of those weird people that played the original Sonic on the Sega Mega Collection for PC. I haven't played the original Sonic since I downloaded the, the Genesis emulator like in 2006 on my PSP just to see if it'd work. And I was like, oh, cool. And it's, then I just went on. The most Sonic games I've been playing recently have been like uh, Adventure and stuff on PS3. But besides that, I've played a little more. I, I keep meaning to get to Downwell. And every time I've been to go, oh, I need to go download it. I'll turn my PSP on and I keep forgetting I was in the item world on Disgaea 3. PSP? Where you have to. PS Vita. You said PSP. Sorry, PS Vita. <laughs> uh, I keep turning my Vita on. And whenever I'm there, I'm like, oh, crap, I'm in the item world, which you have to beat 10 levels of before you can leave. Right. Or you and have I to was start like over seven again, levels right? in. So I, yeah. Or yeah, basically, it'll go to your last save if I quit. Right. So I was like, I don't want to do that. So I kept not downloading down well. So I still haven't done that. Uh, I did actually uh, last night. I failed. It was really late, though. I failed the item world, the very last world. I just screwed up. Uh, and I was like, crap so i ended up going back out anyway I was like i need to cut shut this down and download down well but i just went to sleep and didn't do it this morning so i did promise somebody i can't remember who on twitter that i was going to give my impressions of that and that will still come and i will still give you as i continue to go on to it but i've not started it yet i plan on doing that soon um speaking of impressions if you guys are curious about what we thought about hellblade 
we did upload a bonus episode. Yeah. So go check that out on YouTube and, and the, other podcast services. Yeah. And the other thing I'm curious about with that bonus episode is if you uh, listen to it, uh, give us your feedback on whether you like that and whether you like the idea of bonus episodes and how often you may like them. And if so, how you want them to be, if you want them to be impressions slash discussions like we did with Hellblade, or if you would like some variety and kind of just have it be whatever. Like, so say if there's another game that comes out that we were both, uh, really, I would like to do one. I don't want them to all be us patting each other on the back. I would actually like to talk about games that we both play and one of us likes and one doesn't, which happens. Yeah. So, um, I, would I can't be, think of a recent game. I would be curious to see how that would go down. So we'll save that. But just, yeah, let us know what you think with that. Uh, but Saul, I, I, don't, I really haven't played anything else. I'm trying to think. And I was, oh, Injustice 2. I did finally start that. And I have been sucking at it. I, depending on the character it's weird I was always good at Mortal Kombat even the most recent one Mortal Kombat 10 came into it and I got through the story no problem this game's kicking my ass see and I'm not a huge fan of um, comic books in the traditional sense of issue by issue I'd rather wait for a, a graphic novel compilation kind of thing to come out I'm where I can just way. read them all when I do the Coheed stuff I'll, I never buy the actual individual comics I always just wait and just buy wait until the, the yeah. yeah see well there's a thing on Amazon where you can get the entire first series of Injustice uh, on in comic book form for 16 bucks Cool. And I might do That's that. That's not bad. Because uh, if I'm not mistaken, the new Injustice, Injustice 2, isn't following the Injustice story actually anymore. Like it's not following the comic books. Um, The snippet of a comic I saw that motivated me, I'm not going to say anything for those who are watching and don't want spoilers. Um, I, it is. So I don't know if that was off of the original one or what. Because I could I be wrong. I don't know because it may be, but Jonathan's the one who told me that. Uh, and Jonathan reads comic books. Huh. Well, I so, thought I mean, Injust- if anybody was going to know, yeah, he knows. I mean, he uh, read the the original Injustice. So, um, all right, Liz, that's my understanding. Because people were basically mad about Superman keep keeping throwing temper tantrums, which yeah. makes sense. Because I don't know, I'm not happens. that far into it. I'm to the part right now. I think chapter three or four, where I'm playing as the Flash. Uh, and you know they break it off when you're rolling through the story. I actually do. I kind of like the way the Flash fights. Uh, I was no, I just don't like a lot of DC characters as a whole. There's like five I like, and Flash is not amongst them. I like him depending on what he's in. I don't think I've ever seen a media I've enjoyed him in. I, I actually did not mind him at all in Flashpoint Paradox. You know, he wasn't that bad in Smallville. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, actually, That's terrible. I do. <laughs> uh, so, Saul, go ahead and hop into the drop so we can get this kind of going. Sure thing. We have Bleed, a PS4 digital title. The Book of Regrets, a PS4 digital title. Chroma Gun, digitally for PS4. Duck Hunt, digitally for PS4. Duck Hunt is so fun. Did I say Duck Hunt? Yeah. Duck, duck, game. duck game. Sorry. <laughs> duck Game. I knew what you meant. You said Duck Hunt. I just followed your game, but I knew what it is. That's an adult swim game. It's super fun. Got it. We have The Escapist 2, a PS4 digital and retail title. So just for y'all who don't know, before we got here, Saul asked me if I'd read the, or before we started recording, he asked me if I'd seen the drop yet. And he was like, don't look at it before we record. I want to see your face whenever it comes to this. It is crazy. It's I, something I've never, I don't know what it is. So I've never seen it. But uh, we have F1 2017, a PS4 digital and retail title. Jack and Daxter, the precursor legacy for PS2 to PS4 digitally. Because that's only 1080p 60 and trophies, right? That's not a whole new. Yeah. Okay. Bounty Hunter on Star Wars. Or st- the Star Wars game Bounty Hunter is like yeah, that. Yeah. We have Mad NFL 18, PS4 digital and retail. Something I actually may pick up. We have boy, Mages of Australia. Boy, if you don't stop cutting me off, a I'm digital sorry, I'm PS4 happy. title. It has been. It has been. That's a the one. I'm sure for that one. That's one of the ones where I sat and talked to the developers. Uh, and At, if I'm uh, not mistaken, the publishers are doing this game and uh, Chasm, which is like a, a 2D, a Metroidvania you did style. That, you did that at PSX last year, right? Yes. Okay. And I have the shirt, and that game is awesome. It's got. Uh, just for y'all who who haven't heard of it uh, or played it, I played a demo, and if you beat the game, if you beat the demo within a certain time limit, or actually if you just beat the demo, you got a shirt, so I did it. Uh, I, I think I remember that shirt. Didn't it not fit you? It no, too, it fits. Okay. Yeah, I think I've I, seen you wear it once then. I've worn it like four times. Or maybe you should you know, it to All me. my shirts get put up, and I wash them because I'm weirdly proportioned, and I have to not let them dry. I have to hang them up, so I'm lazy. I'm kind of like that. Uh, but that game's pretty cool. You have different spells that you can create, and you can combine spells and there's like a little thing here, and depending on how you put the stuff in there, it's kind of it like Doodle God, right? Spells. Nah, not really. It's I not remember like seeing you just gameplay for a game like that. Um, but no, this one in particular, it's like you mix things together, and you can put like a fire modifier on something, and it'll make a new spell, or like oh, so got it, it. it's it's interesting. Fun. And you use those spells to do like puzzle solving around the thing. So it's kind of um, I don't know. It they were saying that the writer is the guy who does the writing for the Forgotten Realm stuff, uh, which is Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, Forgotten Realms is what uh, Baldur's Gate and 
uh, Dark Alliance, Dark Alliance Two was were, all based off of. Yeah, okay, Makes are sense. all written through that that series, and that's also a book series, a Forgotten Realms series. So oh, it's, but it's all that's Dungeons and Dragons related. To me. Uh, so he's the guy who did it, and the the art style is fun enough, and the way that it plays off is cool. So continue. I just that game is really awesome, and I'm excited. Sure it's thing. Out. We're gonna continue to some mayhem real quick. We have Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm out digitally for PS4. Okay. We have Naruto Shippuden <laughs> Ultimate Ninja Storm Two out digitally for PS4. We have Naruto, Naruto Shippuden <laughs> Ultimate Ninja Storm Three Full Burst out digitally for PS4. We have Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm Legacy out for PS4 retail. We have Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm Theory out digitally for PS4. Trilogy, not theory. So hold on. Trilogy. Are you telling me that not only did they release the trilogy, <laughs> they released the way you can buy every single one of them individually? Yes. And it's all, hey, kudos it's all, on them. Kudos on them. All on the same day, too. Those are actually really fun games. Have you ever played these games? Uh, I played one of the Ninja Storms on PS3 because that's, yeah, that's I know that's I what played. these are. Um, but because somebody told me that it was made by the same people who did the Budokai games. I don't know about it. I never knew and that. I don't know if that's true, but they Damn. were okay. I don't, you know, I'm not a huge Naruto fan. So. See, I'm not either, and it just depends, really. It depends on my mood if I am or not. Yeah, I got you. Um, we have Never End, a PS Vita digital title, which looks pretty cool. We have One Piece, Unlimited World Red, a PS4 digital title. Does that not title. look like a Monster Hunter logo? <laughs> Oh, it really does, actually. <laughs> actually, I think they had another game with a logo similar to that, because I remember thinking that before. Maybe. We have Soul Dimension, a PSVR title. Cool. Spartan, a PS4 digital title. We have Super Combo Man Smash Edition for PS4 digitally, of course. Right. Swap Ke- uh, Quest, PS4 digital. We have Thimbleweed Park, a PS4 digital title. Art looks really cool for that. We have the big uh, big title, unless you're a Naruto fan this week. We have Uncharted The Lost Legacy, of course, uh, available via retail and digitally. If, if you're PS4. a Naruto fan this week, then damn you just, boy. Yeah, you have a lot of time up for you. Then the last game on the list, we have Velocity 2X Critical Mass Edition. It's for PS4, Vita. It's all digital. Okay. Well, I do think that that was quite interesting that you uh, that, that was what you apparently... I blasted out laughing when I was like reading through that. That is super weird. All right. So, going to go ahead and go into the news, but that was highly interesting and entertaining, actually. Just, I even like the way that you were just throwing it out. <laughs> yeah. It sounded like an auction. Yeah, it did. Like, here's five options or four options. Which one are you going to buy? Okay. So, first thing up on the list, uh, I thought it was a little surprising, and I misspelled right there. Thank you, Google Craig. Uh, no Man's Sky receives another update shortly after its Atlas Rising update. Update 1.32 is out now and carries with it fixes to some small technical issues and bugs. Nothing big or serious. Uh, Square Enix have announced a North American release date for Dissidia Final Fantasy NT. Uh, this announcement comes alongside a reveal for the Collector's Edition that includes a Warrior of Light bust, hardback art book, season pass, steelbook case, and official soundtrack for $189.99. Uh, and that is USD. Uh, the collector's edition is only available through the Square Enix online store as they've done for the last few years, and it is set to release on January 30th, 2018. I'm glad it's coming that soon. It is. That's way too much for that collector's edition. All of the Square Enix ones uh, it just are depends. ridiculous. The, the, the bust is like 9 or 10 inches, which is actually decent. Uh, the Final Fantasy 12 collector's edition... Um, Oh, was kind like of ridiculous, but, pricey, but it was cool. Wasn't it? Yeah. It was, it it had, was the entire Judge had, chess set, right? Yeah, dude. It was balling. That's actually pretty cool. Uh, but they've all been pretty expensive. You know my Nier Automata one was like 189 or something like that, Rock or 200. Kills. For that little thing? Uh, well, it was that and Steelbook and other crap. I just don't but, like Steelbooks. I used to love Steelbooks. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I love them. I have so many that actually look really good, though, so... Uh, anyway, speaking of Square Enix, Life is Strange Before the Storm was recently the subject of a complaint over a trophy-related issue. Um, there was a lot of people blowing up on this one. Uh, discovered by looking at the game's trophy listings on PSN profiles, it was found that the game's platinum was only attainable by completing the Farewell chapter that is currently exclusive to the deluxe edition of the game. Uh, my understanding is that the fer- Farewell chapter has something to do with uh, the aftermath of the first game. It's like an additional chapter they did to explain kind of what happens after the end of the first Life is Strange. Makes sense. Um, anyway, so the it was originally tied to where you get the, the the Platinum, there was a gold trophy that you had to beat Farewell to do, and it wasn't broken off into a separate thing. Right, so, so you people, had to have yeah, it. Yeah, so you had to have that one. Uh, the developers have since come out and clarified that this was an error. Community manager T- uh, Toby Palm said in an email, what, Toby? No, I thought you almost <laughs> said Todd Howard. <laughs> 
Uh, Toby Palm said in an email, quote, this was a mistake on our side and it was not our intention to gate the platinum trophy via the optional bonus episode in the deluxe SKU. We have already started speaking to the first parties about rectifying this end quote. Uh, I don't know if that really was a situation or if it was them trying to slip it in to see what would happen. I, I believe in people enough to think that that is just a mess up and it was supposed to be underneath a DLC column. Uh, but I'm glad they're fixing it either way. I bet they wish they could rewind time. You're terrible. The worst. So just the worst. I get really punny when I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ninja Theory have released the first patch for Hellblade since launch. Update 1.01 aims to resolve a range of issues that have been reported since launch, uh, such as potential progression stopping issues uh, and audio combat and photo mode bugs. It also introduced a few small uh, gameplay tweaks for combat. So uh, I thought that was pretty good, but there was nothing crazy. People haven't had just too many issues, but I almost wonder if it's going to run better on yours now. Uh, yeah. But I'm who knows? Cause not going to spend the six hours to go back to that. No, yeah, spot, yeah. I know. It would be interesting. I'm just saying so, uh, but I don't know. I still, most people have not experienced that issue. I don't know if you saw that or not. So interesting either way. Next thing up on the list, uh, it's been a long time since we've seen or heard from Shinmu three, but that looks to change soon. Soon. Uh, soon. It looks to change soon. Uh, it was revealed this week that the game will be published by Deep Silver and will have a presence at Gamescom this year. So maybe we'll be getting some actual substantial information for the first time since Which 3 2015. Which people would go nuts over. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I do think it's interesting that Deep Silver is publishing it. Um, I'm not surprised that some people are that Sega's not doing it because Sega published Sinmu 1 and 3, but right. eh. Uh, next thing up on the list, Compulsion Games, developer of PS4 launch title Contrast. Uh, that I never played. I have it free from PS Plus. Still haven't played it. Uh, have announced that We Happy Few will be coming to PS4. Uh, the game is a survival horror game that takes place in a fictional English city during the 1960s, uh, where residents take a drug known as Joy that causes hallucinations and causes them to lose their moral uh, morals. Is what I put on here. I don't know. That doesn't quite sound right, but uh, it will be available on PS4 on uh, April 13th, 2018. Check this out. I think this was originally announced at Gamescom on Xbox's stage of 2015. I want to say the game looks interesting though. And they may even even showed it at E3 last year. It's really hard to say uh, for 2016. Right. Next thing up on the list, David Cage writer and director for Quantic Dream recently revealed that there have been scenes cut from Detroit Become Human. In an interview with official PlayStation Magazine uh, UK, um, excuse me, Cage said, quote, dealing with this kind of subject matter where we deal with violence, I just wanted to make sure that whatever we do in Detroit become human, there is no ambiguity and our meaning is absolutely clear. Honestly, I canceled a couple of scenes where I felt the meaning could be interpreted wrongly. Uh, He went on to say, and I didn't put it in here, um, I'm I'm a little disappointed because I prefer games to just do what they want to do and not worry about what people are going to say back. Right. Because I think that that's sometimes the reason that games are so revered and so loved is that they push boundaries in a way that's different. And maybe they're still doing that. And maybe these scenes, they just really, it was too ambiguous to, it wasn't necessarily strengthening their point and it could be taken in a way that was also bad. So maybe it was the best thing to cut it, but I'm hoping the game doesn't see any kind of a suffering quality from that. But but what was interesting is that that statement sounds reasonable. It's like, well, we wanted it to be clear. We want to know what we're, we want to make sure that our messaging is clear in this game and that these could be interpreted wrongly. I get that. But then he went on to say later in the interview um, that it is just a video game and sometimes you got to not use things that are going on in the world right now um, for something that's in the long run just meant for entertainment. And I don't know if that was just he meant it in a different way or maybe it. Did they say what was cut? No. I'm thinking it. It's no, gonna I think it may have some. Charlottesville. I think maybe too. And I think because obviously part of why I'm so excited for this game is I like the idea about the, the battle that's going to be going on between the human and the the moral nature of, of the battle between these humans and these androids and what humanity is in this long run sense. And since the androids can feel uh, emotions, are they human? And maybe it's because in a way that's not going to be, it's not, I mean, it's racism, but it's racism from an actual like human race versus Android race. Uh, and I think that, that maybe does hit too close to home with what's going on. Uh, but I still hope that they didn't actually remove anything like that. I don't, I don't know, but it is weird yeah. that it's happening right around the time. Cause I could see that for like respect to family, but that's it's, not it's hard take... to say, you know, it's hard to say, but yeah, 
hopefully when the game comes out, it is still a it's a game that's not scared to push the boundaries. So. Right. Uh, next thing up on the list, uh, Eve Valkyrie is receiving a new expansion that will open up the game for non-VR owners. The expansion, titled Warzone, will allow PC and PS4 VR B, uh, players to play alongside users using a standard TV setup. I did say PC and PS4. That's because... Uh, apparently, I didn't know this. P, P, uh, PSVR can also play with uh, Rift and Vive. So good to know. Um, the I game, did not know that either. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, the re- expansion will also be rebalancing the game to take into account the non VR players, along with adding several new gameplay systems and features. The expansion will be free to existing players, uh, with new players able to purchase it for twenty nine ninety nine, and it will be launching on September twenty sixth. So that's pretty interesting to see. Um, next thing up in a recent financial call, and I just put this on here cause I thought it was really crazy. Um, in a recent financial call, um, square received square revealed that dragon quest 11 has sold positively. The interesting part is that the game has apparently sold stronger on PS4 than on 3ds. And this that game is, is only nuts. in Japan. Yeah, that is nuts. I don't understand how me either because it, when was the last time a dragon quest game base game was on the PS system? Last June, uh, was there? Five, I mean, Dragon Quest X, which yeah. was online. Was it was it? an MMO? Yes, and it never made it over here. Um, and before that, they were PS2 games for nine and eight. Right? Yeah, I had I had uh, eight. Um, but either way, um, I thought it was really super. I don't think nine came over here actually either. It was one of those two. I think seven and eight were the seven last. Seven and two eight were on PS2. Two, yes, and then I'm pretty sure I had um, eight. Maybe either it was way, seven. when they came over, I mean, you know, those games have always sold pretty well over here, but those games don't have very high sales expectations. Not only is this game sold and reviewed extremely positively, I just think it's crazy that the PS4 does not have that big of an install base in Japan in comparison to the 3DS. Um, but they were mentioning that apparently uh, that's because uh, there's. So far, what they do to track this is news because people were saying the 3DS was selling better, but that's because if you track physical to physical, the 3DS is outpacing it. But apparently, people are more okay with buying digital-only versions of games on PlayStation consoles in, in Japan than they are in Nintendo. So where the numbers ended up coming back is that they sold so many digital copies of it on the PS4. Right. That's interesting. So Yeah. Uh, next thing on the list, though, uh, I just thought that was super interesting because Japan's a weird place. In comparison to us, it's just the, the way they play games. I don't is know, so man. Different. The last six months, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Uncharted 4's uh, multiplayer will be receiving an update to include skins for characters from the Lost Legacy. Um, next thing, Sony have announced that PlayStation will return to Paris Games Week this year. Their showcase will be on Monday, October 30th at 8 a.m. PST. And there's a little bit of me that hopes we get a, a release date for. Um, Detroit here because you know two years ago is this is where they revealed Detroit yeah so and it makes sense because they're in Paris and Quantic Dream is a parents uh, a Paris studio they're a France based studio I am really hoping for a holiday of 2017 because right no. now there's not a whole it's lot 2018 that's what's coming oh is they've already announced it's already announced it's coming 2018 but like they talked haven't about talked this. about when so. yeah yeah I feel like we've talked about this yeah. too uh, Sony have announced that PlayStation will oh sorry just did that one. <laughs> uh, Capcom have seemingly listened to feedback regarding Chun Li's appearance in Marvel vs. Capcom and have fixed it. That's why I put that little picture on there. Just to so uh, the change in model is drastically improved from what was shown at E3 and in the demo that was released around that time period. We can only hope that Dante has received similar treatment. He's in the new trailer for like one second, but you don't get to see him very head on, so you can't tell if they fixed him or not. Oh, he was ugly too. But he was very ugly. So that's Dante, all I had for the no. news. Uh, before we hop into the news, Saul, you want to go ahead and, and handle reader mail? Sure. So, if you follow us on Twitter, Triangle SQRD, you'll know that about an hour to two or three hours before we film, we always put up a question, uh, or we always put up a tweet asking you guys to ask us questions, and we have two replies this week. We have Sergeant Stan. He said, enjoyed your coverage of Hellblade. Should there be more social commentary, i.e. mental health in games, do you guys think? Powerful stuff. Thank you for um, complimenting us on that. Um, yeah, I'm glad to we, see that there's been people who have been liking not only Hellblade, but our coverage of Hellblade. That's great. I do think Hellblade was a very interesting game. And one of the YouTube comments, we had somebody saying that they didn't think Hellblade was very much of a game and that it wasn't very good. And I can understand that. And I did say in our coverage that I do, while I do think everybody, if the game interests you at all, you should get it. Uh, I also do readily acknowledge that the game is not necessarily a game for everybody. 
Uh, and some people just have different feelings because it, this is kind of a walking simulator mixed with a puzzle game mixed with a combat action game. Correct. Uh, but the walking simulator is just used for narrative purposes in a good way. Yeah. So it, it's 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 weird, but I think the game did such a good job with everything it was trying to do that you can't blame the game just because it's not your style. And that's kind of where I went with that. Everybody has their own feelings on games, uh, but I do think that this is a great game. Especially because typically for me, I'm not one for more of a heavy, slow narrative over gameplay. Yeah, you know that's that, true. And, that's I, true. And, and for me to enjoy this game, well, I do want to say because it's it's tying into what uh, this you know what Sergeant and am I Sergeant? Does that sound what the SGT should be? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, Sergeant Sar- Stanrods or whatever's how I you always, say that. I always say Sergeant Stan. Yeah, we'll call garage. him Sergeant Stan, um, but. What he's asking about is, you know, social commentary, which has been in a couple games lately. I mean, social commentary, if you really want to talk about it, was in The Last of Us. Social commentary has been, obviously, in Hellblade. Uh, And there's been a lot of games just kind of starting to attach itself to that and being a little more socially, uh, going around social norms and and how to break them or how to introduce things that aren't typically talked about in the medium. Um, The the YouTube uh, user, and I can't think of his name, World's End or something like that, I think is his name. Um... Yeah, it's he was in. saying that in his particular opinion that he didn't think that they actually capitalized on the mental health thing. He thought it was them trying to say that, uh, and, and, I, and I disagree, and I don't know if he beat the game and that was still his interpretation. I feel like it's really hard to, but he was saying that, you know, it was kind of like it was a ploy for her to just because that she's prophetic in a way, but she's not. And, and I don't agree with that at all. See, that's that's why I didn't want to agree to it being a dream sequence, is because I thought she was a very standard person with nothing special about her. No, that's no, why no. I, when I say the prophetic aspect, I just mean that she couldn't see the future. It wasn't her seeing things that were going to happen. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah, she wasn't a special person. She didn't have powers by any means of it. No, she kind. just had voice. But I still don't. Right. I'm still not saying that it was a dream sequence. I'm saying that it happened in. No, I know. It I'm happened just saying, in her head. I know. I'm just. Saying um, I don't like that. Because, but we've, we've talked about Hellblade enough, so. To answer your question, though, Sergeant Stan, I do think that this... I, it's something I enjoy in games, and I do think that we need to see... Or not need, but I think that I, I readily welcome games that do want to try and ta- tackle some social commentary in the games. And that's actually kind of tying into what I was talking about with Detroit Become Human, is that I want to see games push the boundary. I want, to, I, want I mean, if that's, what, if that's the story you want to tell, I don't want you to be afraid to tell it. See, I... Because I think that that helps games not feel so samey. I right. think it's the it's those little weird breakouts, and no matter how controversial they may be, uh, you know, Ellie coming out as gay in the last uh, and the, yeah, Ellie, um, yeah, what I say? I, I don't know. It sounded like he said something like L A or something. No, but I Ellie, guess it is Ellie technically. Uh, Ellie, and, and it's not a spoiler on anything realistically. But in the uh, Last of Us DLC, they Left basically mind. mention that she is well. She kissed uh, exactly. She kisses her friend, and now it doesn't necessarily mean her name. It, it, there's a number of things to be said about that, but of course, some people were like, "Whoa!" I mean, but in a way, I mean, I think that those are. Some people say it could be like shot, just little. Eh, we're gonna throw that in there to, to shock you. It's shock value, and then. Yeah. But I don't think that's what it is. I whole, think it's ways to work because you know what, like um, people said, she was gay the whole time, even in The Last of Us, whether you saw it or not. This all happened before The Last of Us. Right. So that means she was so in The Last of Us. So right, it's after. I like it because it forces some people who liked Ellie and then people who maybe don't agree with Gabe, Gabe you know, is See, like, oh, man. But I think social commentary is a weird way to sometimes... Put, it's not It's not worth shoehorning in to gain somebody else's approval. That's well, what no, I... Well, no, no, that's an issue. But I mean... Well, that's but, what it's made. It's like, it's like, like that was put in there to make it... No, no, no. A, but I'm saying appealing. I do think it's funny they did it afterwards instead of beginning because people who did like her, who then found out and left behind that she was gay, who it's like... Ah, <laughs> As, see, but that's just, I'm just saying, I, it, it doesn't matter. I don't, I mean, you know, you feel the way you feel, yeah. but I think that it, it makes, that makes the sense. game's conversations more interesting. And I think it makes the game a little more seminal in your head and play out. Right, I, th- I think you remember it more fondly, regardless of how you feel, or you remember it more, not necessarily fondly, depending on where you stand on the subject matter. But I think that mental health is something that. As I, long as you do it respectively. Okay. It, it's like this. Uh, and you're not and, exploiting it. And it gets weird in, in stuff like Life is Strange. But, you know, in Life is Strange, they, there's a little bit of parts of uh, of suicide. Right. I'm not going to go into who with and blah, blah, blah. Right. It's not really anything big in terms of, like, I don't want to spoil anything. So um, in Life is Strange, they have a part where suicide's talked about. And I think that the more you start to see this stuff in games, the less of a stigma there is on it society-wise. I think that the more you... you uh, subject uh, people to it, the more normal it becomes and people are more willing to have a conversation. That's one of those things you that know can I mean? go either way. It could go... Well, there's some people who don't want to talk about mental health at all. And I think putting it in the game opens it to people who maybe have never thought about it. 
Uh, and then it may help some people who were kind of iffy if on done it. done right, then exactly, yeah, the exactly. outcome will be for sure like worth it. I just don't think that... Yeah, but not shoehorned. And I don't think... And I mean, that's why I'm the, where I stand. I don't think Hellblade shoehorned it. Right. I and, think it was just the story they wanted to write. And they wanted. And I like that they constantly re- uh, reference that they talk to people who actually have this issue. And they talk with doctors who handle this issue. So that they made sure that they weren't belittling the issue at hand and they were making sure it felt real and not only was for people who have psychosis who play the game maybe yeah they, they're like oh this is really relatable and then for people who don't necessarily understand psychosis it becomes relatable in a sense because the game finds ways to help you feel like you you understand um right and see and, i think it's i think it works out if it if you write if you have written that in thinking about it i've seen people say yeah. oh change this because that we need more gay people in video games no, no, don't do that. Do not pander. Write the story you want to tell. You yes, want to tell. That's it. Right. Don't let other people force you to pander to their kind of their audience because they want it. Like, don't change a character because another person wants it. Change it because it's what the story needs. Yeah. And it's that's one that's as long and as actually it's becoming over. And it's not social commentary in the same way, but uh, there is a there's an interview with uh, when they were doing the making of The Last of Us with Neil uh, Drummond. Well, yeah, but did you see the part where he's talking about originally the character of um, what's his name who who kidnaps Ellie? Oh, uh, uh, Tom. No, not no. Tom. I can't think Bill. of his name. No, not no, Bill. It's not Bill. Bill Bill's the Bill's the crazy guy in the town. Uh, David, I think David. Is his name. It okay, is. so David was apparently originally not supposed to be pedophilic or anything, but obviously in the game he is. And that added a good kind of like exactly. as weird as he, was, that he, he wasn't he wasn't written that way, but uh, whenever um, like they were progressing along on the storyboard, I'm sure. How can I forget the voice actor's name right now? Is this, Roy Baker? No, it's it's um, Nathan Drake's voice actor. Why'd you do this to me? I know I killed myself. Uh, anyway, so he was the one doing the voice acting when he started doing it. They were talking about like he started reading the lines kind of creepily, and like it, they they kind of got to the point where they're like, you know, maybe he is that, and then they just kind of rolled with it. And I thought that that was interesting. And actually, it's a similar situation of how Ellie ended up coming out as gay and the thing. And like when they were doing stuff, Ashley was kind of like, I feel like she's I feel like she's gay, and that that's the woman who does the voice acting. So she's like, you know, it's her character in her mind, and she's rolling through, and she's like, you know, I feel like. That's what, and I think that's interesting because I think yeah. it's weird that they write a character one way and then the character actually completely changes just because of the way that the person who's reading the writing took it. You know what right. I mean? I think um, it's a great question. I, I certainly can see as long as you are being respectful to the people that you are uh, and not uh, using uh, it just to get certain people. Because and yeah, no, and don't use like people are saying Link should be a girl because he's never been a girl. That's not Link. Make it, if you're gonna if you want to have a female Zelda character, just make a new Zelda game with the, the Princess Zelda as the main character. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. I could see that, but um, it's, it's it'll still, be, you know. You should, but even then, if they don't want to do that, they shouldn't have to. That's what that is. What it comes right, down yeah, to. Right? Yeah, yeah. They shouldn't be forced. Nobody to Nobody should feel like they should just make the game they want to make. And a, if that if that game means that it's a straight white male, then it's a straight white male. You can't be mad well, about I, that. I, I could if just it's be, a if it's a young black woman, cool. It's a young black woman. I don't care. Yeah, I could be a crybaby all I want. That doesn't mean that the developer should change to me being a crybaby. Exactly. And that's because I, agree, I am I a big crybaby. But uh, we have Shariko over here, the guy who won the giveaway last week. Thank you for entering. And your current reply review to No Man's Sky. Replay. I'm pretty sure is what he meant because... Makes sense because reply, yes. Uh, no, uh, no Man's Sky. Also, what game are you looking forward to getting the most at current? So we'll keep this one a little short since we've kind of talked on it. I think No Man's Sky, the update is great. I think they added... Well, now that we've played more of it because the last right. time I actually hadn't even played it. They added but. narrative to the story. They added, uh, go here, there's a transmission. Here's the story behind this transmission and all this stuff. That wasn't in the original game. Yeah. And you were kind of wandering through space to get to the center. So they added that. They added the environments look great now. The base building is phenomenally fun. I haven't um, found that yet. You don't have to find it. Well, technically, like you have to find the start position. You, you have to, yeah. According to Joe, you can make I don't a little. Know. He's right. You can make a little beacon that'll tell you where a base is. Then you get the coordinates on the planet. You go to that place, and gotcha. then you can make a base. It's real easy. Um, it's real fun, and it gives, and you can warp to your base uh, from space stations. Nice. So it, it it gives it more elements because when I played it, I played it for twenty hours, and about the fifteenth hour, I got to a new planet. And I was just like, I'm doing the same thing over and over again, and I'm not getting anywhere. And I was just kind of like lost fair, interest. I had my fill of it. I it was say two fun things. for those 15 hours. And well, then by the 20th. Yeah, you go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, that, well, that, well, that was it. Oh, that's it. I do want to say that I still think the game has got a core gameplay loop. I mean, the game is getting money to get better ships. That's the loop. It's, it's like, it, well, it's to get better ships to get to the center, but now it's but, to build a better base. But to, every but everything that you're doing is all in service of just getting you like to the center of the universe. Not necessarily. Well, that's if pretty you can, much if the you end can build of the game. a base, you can just 
feel. I think the game has got a lot of enjoyment to just play, uh, pick, up, pick up and play in random yeah. times whenever you just feel like it. Uh, I do think it's good and I've, I liked it, but I, I mean, it hasn't pulled me back to just playing it constantly, which it was doing at first. I still realize that the game is somewhat similar to what it was at launch, but it's just closer to what it was meant to be. Right. I like that there's a little more uh, like environment variety. I like that. I like the fact that the planets seem to have a little bit of differences to them. And I picked it um, up on sale for $23. I think that's a good price yeah, point. I like a lot of the new things that they're doing. I mean, I, I like the, the quality Quality of life updates they did, like being able to call your ship to you. That's great. Oh yes. Uh, adding the little drop down menu when you hit up or down, and going to refill your stuff without having to go to your menu. That's great. Refill your stuff. Yeah, if you hit down on the D pad, it comes up and you can toggle flashlight, which apparently oh, is all okay. in the game. But you yeah. can also refill your gun, or re, you know what I mean. Oh, I didn't. I didn't scroll all the way through that. I found like refill your gun, and in space, I found the galaxy map and stuff yeah. in there. I didn't, no, there I didn't there's stuff like that. that, but it comes down to like you can just see in space. I don't think you can do it, but when you're out, in no, the you can. That's how you get the galaxy map. Well, you hit down, but you don't have to hit down and scroll to Galaxy Map, do you? You do, um, don't you? Yeah, yeah you do. it's one or two you scrolls. Do. Also, I, th- I thought it was really cool that when you're flying in space, and I don't remember this happening, and I, and I played a good chunk of this game, 20 hours, I, I would think it's a good chunk. I was in space, and I got scanned by a hostile ship. I had to open up a communicator and bargain credits with him where he attacked me. Did that happen in the original game? No. The, and I didn't think so. They just added the ability to be able to uh, calm to other ships around you. So okay. when, a, when a when a hostile, like a space pirate I didn't have 6,000 credits to give him, yeah. and he took my life, too. I, I died. He killed me. But anyway, I still it's, think great. it's great, though. Combat's really interesting still in the game, but I think the game is still moving towards the goalpost of what I want to see. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm down to continue playing it, and I still like the idea. When full-on multiplayer's in the game... Worth 60 bucks. And when they get to a point where the combat is fleshed out completely, I still like the idea of going to the ship's you can actually go to the freighters now. You can talk to the captain. You can steal from the freighters if you want to. It's it's not good for oh, you. Oh, I never did that. I if tried. Look I got at the on freighter, freighter. I haven't done it. But if you look at the freighter, you can. It'll give you the option to store. You can shoot it, and you can steal its its content. That's pretty cool. I, and I like the idea because that leads towards what I was talking about with kind of a job system. Is that if we all want to get together and make a lot of money, it's dangerous for us. But we can get like six ships together, and then all go in there, upgrade our ships as best we can, and go attack a freighter and try and steal all of its stuff, and then bounce out and without killing without dying. Old, yeah, and then like I and you become able- your own group of space and you can, I could be a bounty hunter you could be like a freighter you, well, be, I, I think fun. the whole thing's cool and I like yeah. the idea of owning a freighter and getting different ships and stuff so but what game are you most currently excited okay for? so the game I'm most excited for currently and and I do want to say when I say currently I'm thinking of what's closest that I'm excited for is is obviously uncharted the last the lost legacy for me uh if you go a little bit outside of that since the lost legacy is literally like five days away four days away whatever it is three days away um uh, I would say probably Shadow of War, and Ooh. of course, and the, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with three because it's really hard for me to say one. Uh, Shadow of War is pretty important to me, and South Park, uh, the Fractured But Whole, are all pretty important to me. Now, there's other games that are important, but those are the ones that I'm looking forward to the most. I have right. a really just like a, I that, have a real pull to want to play. Got that, that big old Destiny two. Yeah, I know that's for you. I'm I'm going to play it. I don't know. Two, baby. I, I don't know if I'm doing it at launch. Dude, NAC two. I'm getting. I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. The game's great. I love or NAC two. Night one was great, and NAC two looks great. Uh, so, Saul, what about you? What are you most excited for? Destiny two, Besides baby. That, come on. No, that's really it. Oh my god, really? What What else is coming out in this in this um, the upcoming six months left of the year? Are you not going to get Shadow of War? No. Really? Microtransactions and single player pass. Same thing that this guy, uh, same thing that the World's End guy said on YouTube. I didn't even see that. Uh, but the microtransactions are not in gray, ingrained in the game, and that's the only reason I give them a pass. Because don't you also have to be online to play single player? No, you have to be online to go to the marketplace. But I thought, okay, that's weird. Still weird. Yeah, no, I mean, from, from my understanding, you don't because there was people thought you had to be online to play the game. Then it was like that was a misunderstanding. You had to be online to go to the marketplace. Got it. The first uh, one was great. Sense. Not going to pick up the second. Uh, well, I mean, I think the second one looks great. And uh, for those who don't know what we're talking about, the microtransactions are something that's actually in the post game. And it basically acts as a way because here's, and this is why I give them a pass personally. The developers don't have a lot of say. Warner Brothers is the, is the publisher. That's just what it comes down to. They're going to be the ones who say what has to be in the game and what doesn't have to be in the right. game. Uh, there's actually a really interesting discussion about what Dead Space 3 would have been if EA didn't have a say. Uh, what they wanted that game to be versus what EA made it to be. It's, it's pretty interesting. Um, I may have mentioned that already. But I won't even give... I won't even give them my money so Warner Brothers gets a cut. Sorry. So, but it comes down to uh, Warner Brothers, I'm sure, said that there has to be some form of microtransaction in the game. We're seeing huge success with it with Overwatch and all these games. Uh, and I think the developer did the best thing they could have done. They put it in there. They made sure that it did not affect the game in any in any real way 
everything that you can get in that marketplace store with real money can be bought with in-game currency that you earn naturally. Right, which is what makes it ridiculous to be there with real-life money. Oh, I get no, why. No, 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 I get it too, but I I'm get saying why. that. It's just ridiculous. If we're going to talk about microtransactions, at least it's microtransactions that are not... Like, everything, there's nothing that you can't do in the game without having to spend personal money. You know what I mean? You don't have to spend money to do the things you want to do. So, right. Um, I mean, that's that's where I end at it. I think that it's fine. I'm going to get that game. So, I'm super. I mean, are you, did you you never played South Park Stick of Truth? Did you? No, I never. I have it. I literally have it sitting at home on my Xbox 360 that's in the bedroom as a Netflix machine, and I never played it. Oh uh, well, the game was kind of it ran kind of e on PS3 and Xbox 360, um, but still, I don't besides, know. Those, those are what Destiny, I'm excited for. Besides Destiny 2, um, man. I really don't know, to be honest. I mean, I'm sure there are games that are coming out this year yeah, that I'm gonna be super, super excited about. Let's just we, you can look it up later and post it on Twitter. Uh, yeah, that works. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on into the main topic, and this topic comes to us courtesy of uh, at Rude Cold, and what's that guy's actual name? It's something cold. Stop, stop looking at that shit. Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, what's his actual name? Is it Sean? Sean Sanderud. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, there's so many Sean's. It's just a. Oh yeah, <laughs> it kills me. We have a lot of Shans that talk to us on there. Uh, so yeah, his thing and his actual tweet, which I guess I don't have up here anymore, uh, came down to what net what game series would we like to see um, get their own TV series? Because and this was inspired by, according to him, uh, and I and I do understand it, the success of the Castlevania Netflix series. So. And he said animated or live action. And I like that he went that way because I think that there are some games that could be turned into series that work in an animated fashion. And then I think there's some games that could be turned into series that work in a live action capacity. But, I mean, I don't know. What games came to your mind at the first? Bloodborne. So you, oh, yeah. Okay. Imagine a Berserk-style Bloodborne anime. Okay, okay. Boy. Anime, Okay. For some reason, my brain went live action. Was no, the last thing I no, said. I don't think that game would pass as live action without some, some really supernatural hard. style CGI. Yeah. Um, sorry to those who like supernatural. That's a terrible show. Um, it's, a cool, it's a cool premise, but I don't like the CGI in it. Um, that's why I don't like Doctor Who. It looks like Power Rangers from the 1990s. Sparks flying instead of blood. But uh, that's really the only thing is that the Soulsborne series would lend themselves really well to anime, I think. I think so too, actually. A short anime like Castlevania. Or even oh, a well, movie. Season one. I actually think a movie might do well if they... If they not going wide scope with it and not yeah. trying to have it be the entire thing. But if they did like a, a short movie that was based around like a, a fleshed out thing about Father Kaswan's story. See, and, 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 and that's what gets me is that there's not a lot of exposition and, and story within these so games. The, so the TV shows would deep. lend themselves to, to explain right. that further. It could go into who, and it would be able to have liberties without ruining the It could actual, go into the great ones and who they are, where they came from, which, you know, the, the game does... Which then the argument could give be had. You a good amount, yeah, because they're cosmic beings. Well, the game but, could, the people could argue that then the game would lose its mystery effect, which maybe is true. Well, yeah, and it, well, you could do something in the Bloodborne realm, I would think. Okay, the yeah. world of Bloodborne or the realm of Dark Souls. Uh, but well, that, I mean, I don't know. I still, I think that, that one actually works pretty well. Where my brain went is ones that they're already working on. Surprisingly, uh, you know that, that from what it seems like right now, the Sly Cooper movie they announced back in like 2013 right, is yeah. not happening, but the, a Sly Cooper TV. So yeah, I think they saw it's going to be animated. I, I think they saw Ratchet and Clank. And I think that they kind of. I think the away. reason that Ratchet and Clank didn't do well is not only it's literally it was the, game. the game. And that's, yeah, mm, that. just play the game. It looks fun when I saw you play it. I still need to buy it. Yeah, it was like it, five bucks one time. It makes a better game than a movie. Uh, I didn't watch the movie to be fair, but everywhere I saw there was no reason. I only wanted to watch the movie if it added on and gave me more, uh, but it didn't. So, uh, but I think Sly Cooper would really work because I think Sly Cooper's got really great characters. And of course, my my go to first is I would much rather see a new Sly Cooper. But if a TV show has to happen for to make that even be a possibility, to see how much people are interested in it, I'm fine with that. And I do think it would work. Um, the the whimsicalness of that world, yeah, pull into I could see pull into a cartoon style very well. Uh, and whether it would be 2D animated or even 3D animated, I'd like it either way. Um, my brain wants to go towards those, but I do sometimes think about games that would be able to pull themselves off and something that blaze and me have talked about plenty of times. And I want, I, I just curious to where you stand on it. And I'm not saying that it would be better or that it would be necessary, but if they did it, I think that they could do it well. And it, as long as you just didn't compare it to the game or try to, but I blaze is saying because he's never understood why the, the walking dead was such a sensation to so many people. Um, that's a good show. That's why. But okay. That's um, 
I mean, I disagree, but I'm not going to get into that, and it doesn't really matter. If you like it, you like it. It's cool. Uh, but Blaze has always come to me, and we've had discussions about what would happen if they did The Walking Dead style of these big, you know, big episodes, kind of Game of Thrones, Walking Dead style, whatever, of The Last of Us. No, absolutely not. And and see, it depends on how you go, but I could see that working, and I, I could see that, but the game was so seminal, and people love it so much that you, you walk a weird tightrope. It would be it. What would happen is that they would have to make a off-universe Last of Us. They'd have to expand on the Fireflies and stuff. Oh, well, Joel and Ellie wouldn't even be yeah. a thing. Well, no, no, I don't want Joel and Ellie being the show. But that's what I'm talking about. No, right. Just then, the world of the Last of Us in feel, a TV show. Then it'd feel like Fear of the Walking Dead, which feels like a ripoff of the Walking Dead. So it's gonna feel like a ripoff of the Last of Us. I don't think that there's a lot they can add outside. You know, there's. I mean, we already know the Fireflies. We already know basically the uh, Cordyceps and everything about it. Well, but there's this big twenty year gap. They could actually. Exp- I mean, you. The problem with it is it probably would be similar to Walking Dead. Where it, would, it would be way too right similar, after yeah. right after the events of the how the world basically lets itself fall apart. And then see that it would be seen as a ripoff. It would be seen as a ripoff oh, of Walking oh, Dead. Yeah, I'm or, sure. And or the game. But let's just. I mean, I think Blaze's thing was always. If The Walking Dead never existed and it was just replaced with a Last of Us TV show style, the same thing. He, and thought, I, he thinks it would be better. And people always do say like Hugh Jackman would be a, a fucking a, great Joel. Yes, a, a great Joel. Uh, which I think, Lindsay, that, I think The Last of Us makes a better Lindsay, movie than a TV show. Yes. Uh, and I do think that there are people that could play that role. It lends well. kind of to this conversation me and Joe have had in the past about like uh, people who play people. And No Fate replied, uh, his name is Sean One Neo on Twitter. He All replied, these Shans. Uh, yeah, we did say we have a lot of Shans. <laughs> he replied, Metal Gear Solid, that would be animated, which we have extensively talked about a live action cast you for and Metal Joe? Gear Solid. Yes. Like, over the course of the past 10 years we've been friends, we go back to this topic and we can spend hours casting out this movie. Um, he also said animated Zone of the Enders, which would be cool, but there was... Um, uh, apparently, I, I thought it was movies. We actually talked about it. Uh, and he went off and said that it, it was a series, and I did not know that. I, I say, really thought they were movies. That I want to say you then. got Zone of the Enders demo on Metal Gear Solid 2's disc, and then you got the episode of Zone of the Enders, or you got something animated on Zone of the Enders 2, I think. I can't remember because it's been uh, longer than it's been a decade since I played those games. But um, I never even played the second game. It was, it was better, way better than the first. I mean, I thought the, the idea was cool, but I was poor back then. I couldn't afford games. Uh, yeah, I bought them. Well, let's see. Let's, let's roll through what a couple of the people sent in. So. And, uh, no Fate also said The Last of Us live, uh, live action. DMC live action would lend to... You said you referenced Power Rangers in the old school Power Rangers CGI. I think it'd be a, like a goofy Power Rangers type thing. It wouldn't be that it'd be yeah, it'd boring. Be it'd just be, yeah, it'd be way too campy. Yeah, I think so too. And oh, see, it's funny. He said The Last of Us. Now, yeah, I, yeah, do, <laughs> I, I do want to say Killzone. Killzone's rife for it, but I would actually, I don't know if you ever saw them. And this is this where my where my brain links the, in. Uh, do you ever see Live the, action. Um, no, live action. I, he says live action. I want to lean more towards animated. Did you ever see the animated movies for Dead Space? Yeah, I had I had one of Dude, them somewhere. They the were first great. One. They and were. Think about the way this played out. I would like to see Killzone done in a really dramatic, gory style of something like that, and it let was, it really excel. But I do think Killzone could work in kind of what they're doing with uh, the Halo series, like Halo Nightfall and stuff. That's what I was thinking. Uh, I can't think of the name. What are the animated Halo movies called or air show Legends? Those were great, but those were live action. No, Legends was the anime. Oh, you're thinking of fall the fall no fall yeah. of reaches the book which whatever. I can't remember the first one yeah anyway. yeah it's all animated or those are live action those are good too but, but when he says wipeout man like the speed the racer style yeah. speed racer style wipeout that'd be great I'd, I'd want that it. to be 3D animated no I would you talking about CGI no 3D animated like oh, um yeah I mean I want to say like about, Pixar but I mean you know you're talking about like, uh, did you ever watch uh, Azin? No, I do not want my anime to be 3D animated. Well, that's not... It wouldn't be an anime. No. It would be a cartoon. No. I think it would work because no. it'll give you a real sense of depth go and watch, speed. Go Hold watch on. Berserk, the movies, and tell me Hold those on. look good. Hold on. I'm not worried about that. I'm talking specifically about this. The racing aspects... And here's the thing. Regardless of what you want, the racing aspects would be done in 3D animated regardless. Even if the rest of the show was 2D animated. Dude, just old classic Speed Racer. Eh, it's too, oh, that's too no. campy. It's Wipeout. <laughs> I don't know. Diablo and World of Warcraft. I think that those are rife. It's funny he goes live action with that. But it's funny he said World of Warcraft. Well, There's a Warcraft movie. 
that was garbage. Well, yeah, garbage. Then again, that's actual Warcraft. World of Warcraft plays from all the Warcraft characters, but it just plays in a different way. I'm not a big WoW fan, but Diablo. I still, the, my brain wants to go to animated with those. I feel like because, the, and to be fair, the reason I say that is because all of the Diablo cutscenes in between acts that are super well animated, uh, they look beautiful. See, those, that would be kind of cool, like uh, 3D animated. Yeah, like full-on animation. Because, I, I, I man, you know I Reaper animated. Souls, whenever Malthiel comes in, he starts dragging that guy's soul as body, and you see it like slam the ground. Is that the very it's beginning like, of Reaper Souls? Of Reaper Souls, yes. And he starts kind of almost draining Tyrael. Yeah, I remember that. I remember Tyrael also in the last cutscenes of that game. Looked Great. crazy. Malthiel is so cool looking the way they did that. I would like to see an entire movie or miniseries or something like that done completely animated like that. They have they do such good cutscenes in those games. Those like actual legit cutscenes. They're, they're insane. Other than XCOM. Uh, now, XCOM would be interesting. I think XCOM would work for for live action. You could, yeah, you could do a sci-fi series style XCOM TV show. I think it'd work out pretty cool. Okay, now the one thing that I've been reserving just because I think it's the most exciting thing he put on here, Soul Reaver, as an animated show. That would be cool, but it would fail because not a lot of people know what Soul Reaver is now. That well, but I don't think you targeted. Need, I don't towards. think you need to. I think that because it's been so long since the Soul Reaver games even come out, that they can just. Do not try and throw in all this other Soul Reaver stuff. Probably even just let it stand as its own thing. It would be cool if it came keep out. the characters, man. Just keep Raziel. Throw everything in there. I mean, and I think that Soul Reaver does better than Legacy of Kane. If we're comparing which ones I think Legacy would work. Legacy of Kane is definitely lesser unknown. I mean, I just think in general, when if I think about the two series, because you know, the series are intrinsically tied, I just thought the Soul Reaver games are always more gripping and they were always better. But not even from a game perspective. I think that if you want to go off of an interesting story, definitely what works for an animated series, Soul Reaver is great for that. The it art style really lends itself well to it, and, and it would not work at all, in my opinion, It'd be almost, action. It would almost look like Spawn. Yeah. Which would be cool. Yeah, I'd be super down with that. That would look cool. I'm sorry I keep hitting my mic, by the way, with those audio listeners. If that even picks up, I've knocked it like three times now. Oh, well. But. Yeah, I think, I think Soul we Reaver. had a good amount. That's we had we had Sean one Neo. That's, that's it. That's it. Soul Reaver is the best one you put on there, in my opinion. Thank you so much for man. You you gave a real list, so I'm I'm glad you're really into this because did you read what Dan sent in? Yeah, I do agree with Dan that uh, that media should be separated. I do think though that there is always there's always room to. I think there's always an exception to the rule. Is what it that is. works. Too, I do. Yeah. I do agree that for the most part, the two should be separated, and I think that the the number of failed game movies tells you that. Like it shows you that almost intrinsically. If you but, try to tell me that Spirits Within is a real Final Fantasy something or another, no, that does not belong in Final Fantasy. People say Advent Children too. Advent Children was cool for me being like fourteen years old because the fight scenes okay, that movie. But hold cool. on, here's the thing about Advent Children. I do think that Advent Children works because that's fleshing out a universe. It's not trying to be extra to seven it's not trying to do like which is what clean kingsglaive was it was having to provide exposition and you know i still game. haven't watched kingsglaive i haven't either just based on the premise that you have to no you don't have but you i disagree need to watch i disagree it. vehemently you I've do not seen need to play that so many people say that you need to watch it to care to, about these people but you don't you care I, about gladiolus I, I but gladiolus is the worst character in the whole group hey that is objectively false <laughs> subjectively false no, objectively. I know the differences. <laughs> eh. I have a recipe. Oh, it's funny that someone mentioned that Dot Hack is a series that's done that because Dot Hack, even though I want to say Dot Hack was a show for Was there a PS3 game, Dot Hacks, or they, they only on they PS2? They were all PS2. I rented those games a lot, the but games I, were never, great. I never oh, okay, beat I'm sorry. Any. I'm pretty sure they were all PS2. The first few were PS2 games, and you know that the Dot Hack games are coming back out through uh, PS4 remasters. I'm super excited for that. Those games are extremely fun. Yeah, uh, but the, the the series was so good and the games were so good. They they stood separate of each other, but they they complemented each TV other show. in their own way. Yeah, uh, it, and I but I do want to say I wanted to say that that was a series before it was a game, and it goes to show that I, I actually okay this that may they can be, coexist in their own w- weird way like this. That. This may be my memory just being faulty, but I do remember seeing a lot of dot hat mangas before I ever saw the video games. Yeah, see, I'm pretty oh. sure that's how it worked out, and it became a series after the manga. Um, even though I never read a manga personally, so uh, Matt, not Maddie, said it's something like, manga? "Yeah, I, I don't, I, said I didn't read any of those as manga." Oh, I thought you meant like, oh, like you've never read? No, I've read, okay. I've read a few. I don't, I much prefer actual animation to it. Uh, anyway, Matt, not Maddie, said something like Fallout. It's a big enough universe to do its own thing in the TV world without ruining the gaming experience for people. I can agree to that. I think for a number of reasons, because the same could be said about something like Skyrim, but you'd end up falling into this weird campy nature. Game of Thrones. Whereas you can do enough 
No, no, it would lend itself to be too similar to Game of Thrones. Like, there's not enough room right now. Oh for, no, I thought you were saying like it would be good, and because Game of Thrones is good, but no, 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 I'm a, saying it would it would lend like okay, obviously you can't do a high fantasy with it being so similar. Now, of honestly, course, you can't do high fantasy at all without it being too similar to Lord of the Rings, which I think is what kind of Game Game of Thrones has. It just has a little more interpersonal drama. And when to be fair, Lord of the Rings has got a lot of interpersonal drama too, but it is more about the grandiose adventure of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit than it is. The yeah, those are more drama. pure, I would say. Uh, but I mean, I said if you look at everything that's going on in there, I mean, it's all been done. Tol- Tolkien really pioneered that genre forward, so it's kind of been done. High fantasy is just high fantasy, and right. they're all going to seem somewhat derivative. It just is what it is. But if you take it for what they are, it's fine. But I don't, I wouldn't want to see that. I think Fallout works because it's something that they can kind of do with the definitely the new one. They can get that. 40s through 60s vibe however they want to pull that off um dude wouldn't it know how out there i, I think fallout would lend a lot i think the fallout 4 story lends itself way better as a tv show than a, it did a video game story i have a better idea what if they did a fallout tv show that took place a year before the blast and you got to live with this family now, like the last episode was like dinosaurs but instead of the meteor hitting the earth it was the nuclear blast but but then it's objectively technically nothing to do with Fallout. No, because Unless, you could go through all the companies and stuff that existed before. Uh, what was it? Um, I forgot what those pre times are called in Fallout now. But you could go through there and like. I think it'd be cool. I mean, maybe that would just be like the moment leading to the blast. It would be the only way to make that interesting. Because there are brands and stuff like Nuka Cola. See, like a dude working at a Nuka Cola factory or something. I think that'd be. But fun. that would just be cool from a Easter eggy aspect. The only thing, the only way you can actually make that cool is if you make it a serious show about all the events leading up to the blast that happened. Have you ever seen? There's a movie with Brendan Fraser in it, and I can't think of the name of it now. But it was a '90s movie where basically they thought the bombs were going off, so his parents, when he was his mom was pregnant with him, they took him into the bunker, and they didn't come out till the '90s. And this happened in like the '50s or four or, or '60s or something. It sounds extremely familiar. Boy, it is a good movie. I can't think of what it's called. It sounds familiar, but regardless, I'm gonna keep going through this. Uh, and we it's don't funny. have. We, yeah, we don't have much left. Don Santa Root also said Legacy of Kane, and that includes Soul Reaver animated series. Right. I don't know if I'd want to see both, and it, it, maybe it'd be cool to see them both be animated series and inter, intertwine, kind of like they do with these live action DC shows now, like how oh, The Flash no. will be the Arrow. I mean, no, I haven't watched them, so I don't know if it's done well or not. But I think that the idea is interesting if they if they execute so, it well somehow. Smallville is the only WB show I've ever liked because all those other ones are garbage. Well, they're not even WB; they're CW. Same difference. Tetris. I laughed when I saw that Dude, one. And then the video he posted with the guys is walking around with a little Tetris L. I didn't stupid. see that. They were stupid, but it was funny. Um, let's see. Uh, Wild Scorpion or Scorpion Wild. Sorry, I always do that. Uh, Alienation or Hell Divers could be cool animated. I think Hell Divers. I think those would because Hell Divers like- is so. F- it's so on the surface about the things that are going on. That would be cool to go into it. And I, I, we've been talking about shows. I think those would make good like short movies, like record Ralph almost, like video game movie style things. Yeah. Nobody would know. There's not a lot of people who play Hell Divers and Alienation. I, I did not play Alienation. I know that it exists. I don't know it's house. Mark, I didn't either. But, uh, but I did play a good amount of Hell Divers. Okay, now here's the real one, and I actually think this could work, but I don't know how you go about doing it, and it depends on what era of Siphon Filter you want to go over. But Siphon Filter is a good idea. Uh, Siphon Filter live action. I think that would work. Siphon Filter is dramatic. Well, Siphon Filter is dramatic enough to be a, to to have a series thing and be able to pull you that way. Uh, and I think that it's realistic enough to still remain live action and not need to go animated with it. Uh, and I think that you could play off of those in weird ways and have. It I forgot there was kind of be cr- those games. Kind of, huh? I forgot there was like sci-fi elements to those games. No, they're just dramatic. There's not really sci-fi elements. It's kind of like Just Cause, where it's all rooted in like political stuff going on and wars and. It's, well, it's I just swear drama. In, PSP, in the PSP when you had some powers. No. Nope. I'm thinking of another game then. You have to be. Third person shooter with powers, I wonder, on PSP. Off the top of my head, I can't think of what you're talking about. Unless, oh, unless it was one of the ones, it wasn't, this one was like you're in a game world and there's glitches going on and you're shooting them. Those are weird. I'll double check and see if we have anything else. Um, Shiriko said, I think Journey could be an interesting animated uh, show. Uncharted feels like it already is. Uh, and Freedom Wars for Vita from Vita would be good. Vita would be a good anime. I mean, uh, Freedom Wars would be a good anime. I, I do think. too. But it's even from the get go. No. From what I played that game, you start out in a school. You're. From Freedom Wars? Fighting. Yeah. Do you not start out in a school in Freedom no, Wars? No, you're, you're imprisoned, man. That's what it is. Never it, mind. I'm be- thinking about something else. I'm thinking about. um. Oh, no. Danganronpa? 
You're no, starting to school? No, 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 no. Well, it doesn't matter. Going through Freedom Wars, dude, I actually think that would make... Because Freedom Wars is the one with the panopticons that are right. like prisons. And That's the one I couldn't get you, into. When it, whenever you look above people's heads, you see how long their their sentence, sentence still is, is. And it kind yeah. of is similar. That, that aspect looks like when you see people's death date with Shinigami eyes during Death Note. I think that that would make a fantastic anime. And I do mean anime. It's, it comes from Studio Japan anyway. Let that just become its own animated. Does it really? Yeah, Studio Japan made that game. That was their last, that was their last Vita Hurrah. Interesting. Yep. So, man, crazy. Okay, I have a Those question. Those are great ideas. Go ahead. If you could have Nathan Drake in real life, would you pick Brendan Fraser or Nathan Fillion? Nathan Fillion. Uh, Brendan Fraser is too calm now. I think honestly, the character doesn't match. I think uh, Nathan Fillion's got the quippiness. Um, I think that he's got he the looks look. Like him. Yeah, he, he's got the look for sure. Uh, I think he's got a decent amount. I think his build could could end up working with it. Uh, and I think his age better lends him to seeing the stories of Nathan as an adult because I think his adult escapades have always been a little more interesting than the kid ones. Throwing the kid ones in as additive things throughout the games are great. Uh, I don't know that I want to see like you know they're talking about the Uncharted movie being uh, Tom Holland uh, and having it be that's confirmed. Well, 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 I mean they've confirmed a million times Uncharted to be this and that, and then it doesn't happen. Uncharted was going to be Marky Mark, and then that didn't happen. So Mark Wahlberg, yeah, and I'm so glad that didn't happen. There's no way in hell. What are you doing? I know. That's uh, the worst Mark Wahlberg impression I've ever heard. Yeah, it is. But I actually enjoy a lot of his movies. Pain and Gain is a great movie. It's funny. Four Brothers. Great movie. Never heard of that movie. Uh, for the most part, though, I like him whenever he's staying the Jersey boy that he is. And whenever he actually tries to act outside of what he actually kind of feels like he fits in with, I don't ever like it. I'm like, it's just something about it seems fake. But this isn't a movie podcast. We've said that once already. Uh, so can you think of any other shows that you'd like to do this way? I mean, with what Dan's no, saying, I, think, I, think that's I do pretty much think it. that I'd like to keep them separately. Going into more animated stuff, uh, I would like to see, and it. Uh, this is technically a, a cop-out answer because it's not technically a game, even though I would take it. So I'll, I'll change my answer to an extent. I'll add on to it. So I would like to see something like Nier or Nier Automata um, branch out into some kind of uh, uh, anime around its stuff or even the Dragon Guard series break off and have its own anime. Uh, and that's just what I said from that. But where my brain actually started with that is I would just like to see Yoko Taro, who is the director for all those games. And he has such a weird mind and his games are always so right, interesting. Yeah. I would like to see him branch out and just make his own anime because I think he would make really interesting stuff. Uh, and that's a weird answer because it's technically it's just somebody who's always made games coming into a different medium. But I still think that that somewhat applies to the question at hand. So, I know I, I can't think of anything else that just really pulls me, but some of the stuff that we said that people agreed with. But, um, Saul, is there anything else you want to add in to the end of this episode? I think that was it. All right. Well, until episode 22, this has been Triangle Squared. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you guys for, um, for chiming in on Twitter about and your answers. We still appreciate that. Of the show. Yeah, of course. All right. Till next week. Thanks.